Portions of this program may be pre recorded. All engines running, commit liftoff. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. This is Doug McCary of His Light International Ministries. I'm glad you can join us today, whether you're listening in Meridian, Mississippi, on WMER, up in uh, Virginia Beach in the Chesapeake, Virginia area on the Lighthouse, or in the Jacksonville area on 91.7 here in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia, or through our SWAT radio app. We are glad that you're joining us today. You are in for a treat. I've got one of my board members and a friend of his in the studio today. Bennett Brown has been a friend to me. In fact, my first mission trip to Russia back in 1994, Bennett Brown was my roommate. He had no idea the connection that God was going to build with us Uh we didn't know each other that well the only thing i knew about bennett was when he got real excited he would clap his hands and rub them together and uh and so god put our paths together we were roommates over there and you know bennett knew i was in the fbi but he had no idea that i had been warned they were going to try to set me up as a spy on that trip and bennett was my roommate so he was a little nervous about that but bennett uh, welcome to SWAT Radio. Glad you're in the studio today with us. Doug, it's an honor. And uh, you have brought your friend, uh, Ginger Soud, who I know also through her husband, Judge Soud, here in Jacksonville, and uh, her son, John, I met when I was speaking over in Louisiana. And uh, Miss Soud, welcome to uh, SWAT Radio. Thank you very much, Doug. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thank you both for your service in our community i know both of you have been very involved not only in a spiritual way but also um, trying to make jacksonville a better place by being involved with with the community Uh, bennett you have been involved with community impact i remember when i first came to jacksonville you were doing stuff with focus on the family back then trying to get the church more involved and i know um Miss Saud, that you have been involved with the Billy Graham Association. Bennett, were you involved with that too when they came? Yeah. So I know y'all have shared that. So today, if you're just tuning in, Thursdays are our guest day, and we're going to talk to Bennett and Miss Saud about what is going on in our country uh, and how Christians can respond by being an influence. My wife was sharing with me before I got on the program today that millions of people that profess to be evangelicals did not even bother to vote in the last election. And I think that is a terrible shame because to be a good citizen, we have a responsibility. We live in a country that allows us the freedom to vote. And Bennett, I know that you probably, you you work with an organization, in fact, you both do, called Empower Jacksonville, and you can go to Facebook and just type in Empower Jacksonville and search for that. Uh, do you have some stats for us about the voting turnout among believers in the last few years or uh, anything? Do, yes, I do, Doug. Um, 25 to 35% of eligible 
church members do not register or have not registered to vote. So 25 to 35% of church members aren't registered to vote. Of those that are registered to vote, only 5% normally vote in a primary election. Only 25% vote in a non-presidential election and up to 60% in a presidential election. So uh, we have, on the 18th of this month, a primary election, and it's an important one. And we encourage pastors, uh, church leaders, uh, to encourage members of the church to um, uh, to uh, vote, but, but vote their values, vote their faith um, and what they believe, and do the research. Um, and there are a number of sources that we can talk about um, one is Florida Family Policy Council. Uh, Florida Florida Family Action is is the website that has a voter guide for federal and state elections, and then locally, um, Empower Jacks uh, Facebook has Duval County, and there's one for Clay County. Um, so is the Florida Family Council, the FFPC, Orlando, is that is it based in Orlando? Is that the one it you're is talking? It, but the, the guide is on the Florida Family Action. Okay. And, um, and it's a it's a very thorough website. I've been on the board of Florida Family, Florida Family Policy Council for the last three years, along with uh, Mac McGee locally, um, but have been involved with them for over 20 years. So, so, so Florida Family Policy Council. If they go to that website, they can also yep, it'll get, have a link to it. And and so that is uh, flfamily.org. That's flfamily.org. All kind of election resources. I, I think it would be if you're a church leader listening, or you're somebody involved here locally in the Jacksonville area, or wherever. You know, here's the thing: even if you're in Virginia or Mississippi. You can go to this website and find out things about candidates. Uh, they have good information on there about, uh, you know, processing with a purpose, uh, even stuff about COVID. It's, they've got some really good resources on there, and that's the Florida Family Policy Council. And, Bennett, are you on their board? I am. Okay. Am. But, but in most of the states around the nation, there is Florida Family it's not Florida. It's it would be a Georgia Family Policy Council or Tennessee. Uh, most of them have an organization. We're we're loosely affi- affiliated with Focus on the Family. Okay. Well, Miss Soud, you and I, I I call you Miss Soud. I don't mean to imply you're older. It's just out of respect for your being a councilwoman and and now you're running uh, for state committee woman. Tell our listeners, if they're here in the Florida Duval County area, what that means, uh, because I didn't know what it means, and you you explained it, but share with our listeners what it means to be a state committee woman in Duval County. Doug, you're not alone in not understanding this, so, uh, but the, the brief summary is that each county in Florida has three representatives to the Republican Party of Florida, and I'm sure the other party has a similar structure, but I'm speaking from my own involvement here. So each county, Duval County, has three people that represents 220,000 registered Republicans in Duval on the Florida uh, Republican Party Executive Board. And briefly, those three people are the Duval County chairman, who's elected within the party structure 
and a committee man and a committee woman who are elected countywide. So in my race, any Republican, registered Republican in Duval County can vote in my race. And so you actually represent the citizens of Duval County if you win this position you would represent um, the people of Duval who are Republicans in getting information about the ticket and and the platform. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. That's correct. And that's important because I, I think a lot of times now when we look at platforms, um, the people are important that they have character for sure. And sometimes, you know, uh, I and I, I don't really want to get into – the polit- the personality politics issue. By the way, if you're listening out there and you're going, why are they talking politics? Why are they why why is SWAT radio talking about elections? Well, here's the thing. The question keeps being asked a lot, should Christians vote? We obviously haven't voted like all of us, because even what you said earlier, Bennett, only sixty percent voted in the presidential election. So that's 40% of the professing evangelicals didn't vote. So when that's you, of the ones registered. registered. Well, that's half registered. Half of them are not registered. Yeah, so most of the people aren't even registered. So, so it's less than half. So Aristotle defined the root word for politics as polis, P-O-L-I-S, which is basically a community defined by its common understanding of and commitment to a good life. And I thought that was interesting that he said that. Augustine says that we can identify the character of a people by determining what they love. And so when you think about as believers, we we know the good life. We know what the good life is. The good life is not what the world says. It's what God has revealed to us through Scripture. And uh, Scripture tells us that our vision of the good life should be characterized by two primary factors. One is our love for God, and two is our love for people, our neighbor. And, you know, Jesus, when he was on the earth, he had he, he said, give to Caesar what's Caesar's, but he was being tricked. They were trying to dupe him into giving an answer there, and he was talking about the tribute. But Paul was really the first Christian political thinker and activist, and you know what he said in Romans 12? He says, as much as possible, try to get along with everybody. And I think we live at a time that's very polarizing right now. But my good friend Tommy Nelson's a pastor out in Texas, and he preached one of the most influential factors in the presidential election, a message uh, back in 2016. It was the sixth most influencing factor in the presidential election. And what he said was this, at the end of the day, we are killing babies in this country on one platform and on the other we're not and he he basically just starkly portrayed the differences between a republican platform and democratic platform had nothing to do with the people it was talking about what they stand for and if you look people are applauding the people out in portland that are burning bibles and i and i think we as christians uh, we're not looking to government to solve our problems, but we do have a responsibility to exercise our rights, I believe, to be good citizens. And when we come back, we're going to look at more of that. And I'm glad both of you joined us, and, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Empower Jacksonville. 
the Family Policy Council, and also, uh, Miss Saud, you're going to share with us a little bit more about what you've been doing here in the Jacksonville area and what's going on. We'll be right back on SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. This is Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. we got Bennett Brown, uh, who is the president of the Heritage Bank, and Bennett is a longtime friend, and uh, he's a board member of His Light Ministries, which is the ministry that oversees SWAT and SWAT Radio. And uh, Bennett, we got our retreat this weekend coming up. I'm excited. H.B. Charles is going to be speaking, and uh you're going to be there. I think you're going to do some sailing this weekend, aren't First you? First time I'm not doing the uh, uh, the shooting. The shooting. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. you're a pretty avid hunter. Um, and uh, we have uh, Ginger Saud, who was the first woman elected to an at-large position. Um, uh, she, and she was uh, also a member of the Finance Committee, Recreation and Community Development Committee, Public Health. She was very involved here um, in the local area as well as um, she was the president of the city council. Uh, she was a chairwoman of public health and safety. Just real quick, being the chairwoman of public health and safety, what has – and and this is unscripted, so if you don't want to go into it, that's fine with me. But I, I just – thinking about the COVID thing, what is – because you were involved with the health of the city – as you've watched this stuff, what do you think uh, about that as being somebody who's been involved with the leadership role in our city? What what have you 
you and I know your husband probably talk about it. Tell me what you've seen uh, with this COVID thing. What's your thoughts on it? Well, we all understand that this is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure uh, that some of the things we've been told to do are the best things. I'm not sure any one individual has all the answers. Uh, I think we're all doing all that we can. Uh, we want to use our minds that God gave us and do those prudent things. Uh, wash our hands. Don't put our hands on our face. You know, do all yeah. these things. Hey, I learned everything I needed to know from my mother and grandmother. Yes, ma'am. They told you, <laughs> don't don't put your hands on your eyes and don't put your hands on your face and wash your hands and wash your hands before you eat and all those things. Those good health practices. We need to be doing those anyway. But the, the COVID issue is something we've not faced before, and this is a health issue that's being, in my view, used uh, politically and not presented to us uh, just as a health issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is being used politically, and we're being called upon to do things that is uh, really, in my mind, a taking away of the liberties that our government has historically since its founding, given to us, us as citizens of the United States. I think we need to be very careful. Mm-hmm. We want to do what's right. We do not want to disobey the things that authorities are saying to do that's in the best interest of the public. Unless However, it conflicts with biblical principles that is and correct. commands. That is correct. Yeah. And so at, at what point do we say that authority has stepped over the line, that it's not legitimate authority because it's the edict of a mayor or a governor or whoever else instead of being a legislative law law created by the representatives of the people. Well, and we're seeing this in California now uh, with Grace Community Church. John MacArthur, the pastor out there, has basically defied Gavin Newsom wrote a stellar defense of his position. I I thought he did too. And I think, but he's been getting a lot of heat from people in ministry, other Christian leaders. And, you know, one of the, we had uh, his uh, executive director of his radio ministry on not too long ago, who basically made the point that, you know, we're looking at this as a Romans 14 issue. In other words, uh, like the eating of the meat or like, like you know, some people are going to be convicted. Uh, some people are not. Mm-hmm. And so we have to have grace if, if for people that may feel different. Let's like uh, we're doing at our retreat. You know, not everybody's going to want to wear a mask. We're not mandated to wear a mask everywhere here. We're not. That's not a it's not an ed- it's not a law. And even out there, it's a government. Uh, the governor of California made it an edict. Uh, it's not law. Um, he, he is stepping in. So, um, I don't want to get too far off in that Bennett, you know, you and, um, Miss Soud have both been involved in different missions, whether it's our city rescue mission or the Clara white mission. And both of you have both been very active in political, um, uh, engagement, which is, is sometimes seen as a negative thing. Um, a lot of times I think people on the who, who have a conservative viewpoint get labeled not caring as not loving their brothers and sisters. But both of you have served on boards. I want to start with you and then go to Ginger. Um, I know you've been involved with these rescue missions and doing mission trips and other things. Uh, what? How do you deal with that when people think because of your political 
um, passion to see people engage and make good political um, choices diminish you as a as a caring person does that bother you at all no it doesn't um i actually the the letter by uh, jim dobson in 1993 march 1993 was a call to action that really really um called me god called me then and um on on page i think it's his fourth page says at what point will you raise will you rise to defend what you believe mm. is there anything worth putting your reputation or your life in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And that was, in, if you read that letter, uh, uh, it's about seven or eight pages. He's written uh, a, f- a couple of follows, follow-ups since then. Um, but he laid out, because uh, it was Clinton's first uh, term, uh, what this nation was headed for. And it is scary to see how far we've come since 1993. So uh, th- this is my belief. With the, with the decay in biblical values in society today, we need for godly leaders to be in our government, um, and this has never been greater than right now. And unfortunately, many believers think that Christians should not be involved in elections of our government. But God shows us through Moses that Christians should be involved. And this is Exodus eighteen twenty one. You shall select out of the people able men who fear God, men of truth, those who hate dishonest gains, and you shall place them over over them as leaders of thousands of hundreds of fifties of tens. So we know the Bible tells us to be the salt and light and our, our country, because we get to elect our people who govern us, allow us to elect godly men and women who have our values. And that's what we're, we're, uh, that, that's what Florida family policy council works on. It's for, for the unborn, for family values and for Christian values. And we at Empower Jacks, is, it's an, a grassroots organization. It's very small, but we uh, want Jacksonville to be led by godly men and women. Yeah, and, and Miss Saud, I know you uh, served on the uh, board of uh, the Clara White Mission. And, you know, being involved in public service, a lot of times you see people do things today because it gets a tick mark on their resume for them. And I know you were involved in these things before. You and your husband, Judge Saud, very involved at First Baptist teaching down there, not just teaching, but building into younger married people and lives. And um, what what do you think about, you know, the knock on the conservatives as not caring? Because that's something we hear a lot. I heard today uh, one of the um, congressional representatives saying uh, about Republicans, and it was a blanket statement, they don't care. They don't care about people. And I just, it bothers me when you make any kind of general statement like that, uh, and you're in a position, this was, well, I'll just tell you, it was the Speaker of the House. She just said people don't care. They don't give, she said some colorful language, but they don't care about the people and that's just uh it that's where we are as a country but how does that strike you as somebody who is still involved still trying to be a voice out there to call people to good things what what do you have to say to that i would say actions speak louder than words Hmm. and i can't hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. for seeing what you're doing Mm -hmm. and uh the truth of the matter is that cliche that's used today that uh conservatives don't care 
really means that conservatives don't agree with me. Mm-hmm. So in their in in the person that would make that statement in their eyes to care means you have to agree with them. Mm-hmm. I can respectfully disagree with them. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about care, what what do we mean by that? You know, God established God established government, home and the church, not in that order. He established the home the government, and the church. Each of those were assigned certain responsibilities. Those are the three. God-given responsibilities. Mm -hmm. We have succeeded at distorting God's design for government, for home, and for the church. We've assigned the church's job to the government. We've assigned the family's job to the government, and so forth. It it is a scrambled egg. Mm -hmm. And so when somebody says conservatives don't care, Mm -hmm. that means that we don't agree with their view of government control of everything well i i i i don't know bennett was it you that handed me the sheet by wayne grudem or was that you i'm not sure where the website is i know wayne grudem wrote a book on politics and the bible it's a great book uh but in in the sheet you handed me it's just a summary of a liberal view uh and in the case of our country that's the democratic platform he lays out he doesn't say that. He just says a liberal view. And then the conservative view is a Republican platform. And I think three of the major issues that we as believers and followers of Jesus have to look at is, first of all, abortion. I mean, millions and millions and millions of babies are killed every year simply because of convenience. It has nothing to do with rape, incest. It has to do with convenience and controlling consequences. And when we come back from the break, I want to get you both to kind of weigh in uh, just about Empower Jacks. And what is Empower Jacks? What is the view moving forward? How are we helping to get that message to candidates and saying, we want you to start being more proactive in addressing this from a political uh, viewpoint? Okay, when we come back. So, hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. I've got Bennett Brown, the president of Heritage Bank, and Miss Ginger Saud, former councilwoman, and she's running for committee woman. And if you want more information, you can go to Ginger Saud for state committee woman to hear more about her and for uh, Empower Jacks. Just go to Empower Jacksonville on Facebook, and you can uh, get about read about that as well. Uh, And if you want to catch this program or any past program, you can go to www.swatradio.com. We'll be right back after the news. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line with all the other not quite. We'll all never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world Jesus, I'm living for the world to see. No 
stage fright And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose So when I hear that devil start talking to me Saying, who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary in the studio today with Bennett Brown, market president of the Heritage Bank, and Miss Ginger Soud, who is uh, running for committee woman. But I have known her when she was a city councilwoman and the uh, wife of Judge Soud, who, when I was in the FBI, I had a chance to interact with him, not in a Bad capacity, or good capacity. Uh, but anyway, glad you guys could join us today. Um, uh, and we're talking about really Christians being involved in the political process because we live in a country where we have the freedom. We're a democratic republic. Taylor and I, who is normally here in the studio with me, we were talking the other day. People in America have been, a lot of people have been uh, shortchanged out of history they have a belief that we're a democracy we're not we're a democratic republic in fact up until the early 1900s you did not even get to vote for your state senator bennett most people don't even know that and that was a protective thing it was a representative form of government and the the senate actually was supposed to represent the interest of the state Not the people, because the people were represented by congressmen. And so we've already, going back to what you were sharing earlier, Ms. Saud, that we've corrupted already what was originally intended. That was a, it's been in place for so long. There's never been another experiment like this in the world that's had the freedom that we've enjoyed that we are watching corrode right around us right now. And I want to get back to some of these issues. We were talking about the abortion issue itself. And how a lot of people dismiss it as, well, it's not my problem. I don't have an abortion. I'm not going to have an abortion. I don't know anybody that's having an abortion. Uh, And so I'm just not, it's not that big a deal to me. But I'll tell you, if you're out there listening, and um, there, there was a doctor named Gosnell that they did a movie about that's a horrific movie that shows a man who, murdered he he went to jail for murder he was an abortion doctor and that movie was so graphic that you couldn't watch it without being moved to do something and it it should as believers you know and i know people struggle with this about woman's choice we well i personally have the conviction that our choice ends when it impacts the health or well-being of another person and in this case it does a child and miss Saud, you were sharing with me that actually one of the places i did early on in ministry training for evangelism was a place you helped start at one of the crisis pregnancy centers here now i don't think it was called that then what was it called back then when y'all started it 
back in the early 90s, I began meeting with uh, four or five other friends, and we were asking the question, would there be a need for a crisis pregnancy center in Mandarin? Ultimately, it was founded and opened, and it was known as Mandarin Crisis Pregnancy Center. The year that I was chairman of that, or I think president of that group, whatever we called it at the time, uh, we decided, I, I felt the vision that we expand the center uh, to around the county and the region, and so we changed the name to First Coast Women's Services, and that's the uh, center you know today. First yeah. Coast Women's Services has uh, five locations now, I believe, have grown uh, incredibly under the leadership of Judy Weber. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It has saved so many lives, and what a blessing it is to see the work that's done there today and has been done now for quite a few years. Well, she has done a fabulous job, and in, in fact, one of the guys, Bennett, uh, both of you may, do you remember Rich Griffith, uh, the tight end for the Jaguars? Okay, Rich is in ministry today. He's coming in for the retreat uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. And I met Rich's wife, Carrie, by train. I was training the people who were coming in there to share their faith, and she was one of the volunteers. And so it was through training there that I met her connected with rich ended up being able to speak into his life he left the jaguars went into ministry and now he's a missionary to europe and i mean god just works these incredible uh this this he weaves this tapestry with lives so thank you for having the vision to start that and you know bennett we were talking about even marriage and redefining marriage and you know, you're labeled as homophobic, you're labeled as a hater because you want to stand for biblical values. And the Bible is very clear. God's definition of a family, a man and a woman make up a marriage. Their purpose is to procreate the base cell unit of the faith community, which is a family. And I know that the Family Policy Council, you guys take a strong stand on that. Talk a little bit about that, about how things are going in that arena. Is it? Is it? Are we seeing any progress there? Uh, yes, we have seen some progress. Um, uh, Florida, the um, Florida Family Policy Council is led by John Stenberger, and he has done a phenomenal job. He uh, does a job lobbying in um, in our capital in Tallahassee um, and working with uh, senators and House representatives. Um, he also does voter guides for the state um, and has been uh, just a real impact, real impact. He also started Trail Life, which is the Christian. Oh, yeah, that's a version uh, of the Boy Scouts, right? Right. It's, divorce, it's, a, it's a, a Christian version of it. Um, but he is, he's done a great job. We, we've had an impact on people being elected. Um, uh, uh, one was uh, uh, Ron DeSantis and... Uh, if, if most people know now, the, the Supreme Court of of uh, the state of Florida was liberal for many, many years. And this past, when DeSantis came in, he had the ability to um, put three new um, justices on. And he chose – John Stenberger was on the committee to help him uh, choose those. And John um, Stenberger is the president, right, of right, the family forum. Yeah. And so they do a great job in lobbying and really standing up for the unborn, standing up for family values and Christian values throughout our state. And um, and there's a battle. Satan's uh, active 
and well in uh, throughout the state of Florida. And so, just recently, we're the the uh, last session uh, where they were able to pass and get the governor to sign a bill that uh, that requires underage girls under the age eighteen to rec- to have their parents consent before they have an abortion. Mm. Uh, the the Supreme Court ruled that they didn't have to have that. So you could be fifteen. Uh, if you had asp- if you needed aspirin at the school, you have to have a written permission from your parents. But you can go to abortion clinic and have an abortion at fifteen without your parents' knowledge. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That, that so, that's just absolutely- that was changed. Uh, that was just changed. So that's great. You you can go to jail for killing a sea turtle, but not for killing a child. That's just unbelievable right. to me. Uh, I I want to get you both to kind of react to this statement, if you don't mind. So if it, like I said, my friend Tommy Nelson preached this message years ago and here's the thing um that god's people must stand up against the terrible wickedness that is rotting our nation to the core and voting for the republican party platform the platform what they stand for is one way to do that react to that miss south what do you what do you think when you hear that I think it's very important to understand uh, when you say you, I met a woman this morning. She said, I'm a Democrat. Okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means a lot of things to different people, but the bottom line is what it, being a Republican or a Democrat means I am committed to certain values and beliefs, and I want a government that supports those values and beliefs. So for me, uh, being a Republican means that I oppose the taking of the life of an unborn child. Mm -hmm. I oppose the ending of a life before natural death. Mm -hmm. I I support life, not death. And it means that I believe the scripture as it lays out the way we are to live. I accept God's revelation of himself and how I am to respond to him and how I am to live. So when I translate that into a political position, Mm. what am I going to support? I'm going to support life. I'm going to support religious liberty because it is because of religious liberty that I can speak the gospel. I can speak the truth to the culture. Mm -hmm. And I believe the scripture tells me not only to share the gospel in the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19, and 20, but I believe that, God, that the same Jesus said to me, I am to be salt and I am to be light. Now, light to me is sharing the gospel particularly. And I don't think you can be light without being salt. Mm-hmm. The salt is to be a uh, purifying, salt is, it's, it's it's purifying a- influence. It is an anti-corruption influence. So I want to be salt in the culture by supporting those values that God says is important. Yeah, not what either party says is important. Well, and that's true because it's not about being Republican or Democrat. If you're a believer, it's about being biblical. Exactly. And 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 if it, it doesn't matter who the candidate is or what the platform is, if the Bible is your basis for living, you you have to look at what those people represent. Not if they're perfect or imperfect. None none of them are perfect. Uh, And so you have to look at it. And Bennett, when we come back for the last segment, I want to get into the community impact committee that you started at the church we were at and how people can start something like that at their church to get more awareness 
of influencing our communities for God. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. We're going to come right back for our last segment with uh, Miss Ginger Soud and Bennett Brown of the Heritage Bank. Thank you so much for listening to SWAT Radio. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio for our last segment today on uh, Thursday, August 6th. Hard to believe we're already into August and almost going to be into September. And uh, we are talking with uh, Bennett Brown, the market president of the Heritage Bank. I've known Bennett as a banker for a long time. In fact, every time that uh, we've banked, We've gone to his – I think every bank you've started, we've had an account there because it's a community bank. And I hadn't even talked much about the whole community banking thing because we've been talking about the elections. But um, it, elevator speech, Bennett, about why you love community banking so much. Um, I, I would love to talk about community banking, but with the time left, let's, fo- let's vote. I know, but I, that's why I said right. elevator. You're okay. on an elevator, and All I right. said, what is community banking? Well, it's it's personal, and it, it develops into long-term relationship uh, that turns into a, a friendship. And, and with a community bank, you can be flexible. Uh, they're great people in the bigger banks, uh, great officers, 
but they just don't give them the authority to, to make decisions. Well, and, and we have loved the community aspect where you're known by the people. You're not just a number. And I just, I did, I appreciate you. You've done it. You've had like five banks you've started here right now. And so, um, and I know that you and Miss Sout have worked together. Like I said earlier, y'all worked on the Billy Graham uh, thing when he came to town. And y'all have been involved in the, the political arena trying to make a difference as salt and light. And, you know, I, I want to point out, and I've referenced this. Listen, if you're listening today and you have interactions with people that maybe don't agree with your values because you you stand for uh, life, you stand for family values, you stand for those things, I want to encourage you to go back. All you got to do is Google Tommy, T-O-M-M-Y, Nelson, N-E-L-S-O-N, and election message it is one of the most powerful sermons from god's word about the consequences of elections and here's the thing that he said and 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 he you know that the the last presidential election it was not about the person it was about the platform and that was his point and he was saying that the evangelical Christians who, if you're listening to this, more than likely you are one, you have to look beyond candidates now. And you have to look at, at what uh, their party platform is and what they stand for. Because when you vote for that person, you may like them as a person, but their votes may kill people in the form of abortion it may destroy lives in the form of destroying the family. And we, as believers, live in a country. We don't have a tyrant. We have a voting system that we can vote. And, um, you know, I get asked a lot of times, like, who did you vote for? Why did you vote for this person? I always, going back to what you said earlier, Ms. Out, is I, I have to base my vote on who I believe is best going to represent the values that I want to see in our community and in our nation. And for me, a lot of times that comes down to the Republican platform. Doesn't, you know, I, 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 I've believe it or not, I've voted for Democrats before, but they best represented the values between the person they were running against at that time, even though that platform, it was a while back, but I think you have to weigh in these things. And, Bennett, we were talking about community impact committees. If there's people listening out there today and they go, you know what, we don't have anything like that at our church or in our organization, but we would love to be able to give out voter guides. We would love to be able to help people make informed voting decisions based on biblical values. How do they even go about doing that? Uh, we have um, – um a supply of, of, of notebooks that um, instruct very they're, they're very well done that we can um, deliver to them, hand deliver to the churches if they will call me uh, 904-370-0096 and ask for them. I will deliver them to any church, and we have plenty of them. And they can um, also get that online, Bennett. It's video online now. Okay, it's video online. Okay, and, and and is that going to the Empower Jacksonville Facebook, or is that? No, this is through Family Research Council oh, just go to and the their Community Research Impact Council. Team. Oh, okay. 
So they they go to the um, oh, the research council, right? That's family research council. Yes. Yeah, and look for the community impact team. Okay, that's family research council, and that's with Tony Perkins, I believe. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And, and the leader of the community impact team is Mark Harris. Okay, so if you go to that's frc.org. So let me give you these two websites again. So if you're listening, one is floridafamily.org, and that is the Florida Family Policy Council. That's the one Bennett's on the board of. The other one that was just referenced by Ms. Saud is the Family Research Council. Tony Perkins used to be with the gym, well, with the Focus on the Family. He used to do a lot with them. Then he became more involved as a consultant in the Washington, D.C. area, helping people up there trying to promote Christian values with candidates. And so that's the FRC.org. And they have a lot of good resources on that website, two really good resource sites. And I didn't get the resource site for Wayne Grudem. Is that a website too, or is that? I, no, I don't have a resource. He, he does, I don't he have does a link have, for that. You can go. It's on. It's on there. I think it's. It shows on there. Okay, because so. Wayne Grudem. I just want to give you his name if you're listening. W a y n e Grudem. G r u d e m. And Wayne puts out. He has a book called Politics and the Bible. He's a professor of theological and biblical studies at Phoenix Seminary, and he is uh, probably he's a bright theologian. I mean, the man writes very well, and it's a great book. Everything from uh, Second Amendment and and using you know defense, you know, using a firearm in defense. Is it okay to do that as a Christian? He covers all kinds of topics like that. He also writes on systematic theology. And he does have a website called WayneGrudem.com. It's just his name.com. So uh, an excellent little sheet called A Quick Summary of Liberal Versus Conservative Views on Current Issues. Well worth the time to go to it. I I think the important part of this is in between the definition for the liberal and the conservative are all the Bible verses in the Old Testament and the New Testament that relate to these issues and there are tw- uh, 20 issues okay well i just met that just made me think of a joke you know the bible says don't lean to the right or the left so be independent not just <laughs> sorry uh miss Sal, you were going to say something real quick I-, I was going to say that was written a little while back i believe in 2012 or so but the the party platforms the republican platform has not essentially changed the democrat platform is more liberal now than it was then yes uh yeah, and again, you know, if you think, um, if you think about the 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 presidential election, I, I just got a question: which one best represents our values? I think you. Uh, it goes back to that 2016 election. All right, who is going to represent what? What? is going to be um, most productive for the Christian family values uh, and, and, and not aborting babies. I mean, uh, I, I can say clearly back in 2016, Hillary Clinton said that she didn't even think partial birth abortions were wrong. And and she so she was very clear where she stood as it related to the abortion issue, 
the justices that she would apport, appoint, I mean, uh, on that issue. And so um, people say, well, you know, what about the character of Donald Trump? And and I, I really didn't even want to use his name because I don't want to get into a, a, a Trump versus Clinton um, uh, thing or even a Trump versus Biden thing. But when you go to the platforms, the platform, if it's not biblical, then why why would you support it in any way? I, I don't I don't I don't think I could in good conscience support a candidate that stood for abortion. I couldn't. Uh, I, I just can't do that because I believe that that's just as bad as when they sacrifice the children to Asherah and to Baal. It's the, it's the same thing. And God had very, very strong words for Israel for joining in with that. And I think by saying, well, I'm not doing it, but if you help facilitate it, which people do. Taxpayer funding. Yes, yes, it's it's there. So I think we have to do like my friend Tommy Nelson said, we've got to look at the platform and say, is this representative of my values? And Doug, also, we need to look at the uh, record of the people who are speaking. Uh, the current president has been very clear on his support of life, his support of religious liberty, and uh, the other side has not been clear on either of those, both of which are, and the family, all of which are essential to Christian and biblical values. Yeah, again, last week, we got about 10 seconds, 15 seconds. It's important that Christians encourage their church leaders, their pastors, their elders to become involved, um, to uh, encourage the, the, the church members to vote and to vote their values and turn out for the uh, primary election and the general election in November. And again, and get registered. Yeah, and get registered to vote. Hey, you've been, thank you so much for being here today, uh, Miss Saud and Bennett. And uh, I will uh, look forward to talking to you guys again in the future. Hey, if you haven't registered, register to vote. Let your voice be known. Uh, tomorrow we'll be playing a best of program and all next week. Uh, thank you for listening to SWAT Radio. Have a great weekend. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual